The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. In Oregon, wildfires have incinerated several communities this week. Thousands of people have evacuated their homes. I'm not talking about this because I do a show on global warming. I'm talking about this because I do a show on money and retirement. In Washington State, a fire hit the town of Malden so quickly that deputies just drove through the streets screaming for residents to leave. That's how much time people had. My in-laws lost a home to fire in 2018 in similar circumstances. The economic damages are staggering. The emotional, they're starting to add up. In 2018, we looked at the total loss nationwide would be about $350 billion, maybe up to $400 billion due to wildfires. Obviously, the cost of fighting them is part of it, but sometimes the economic ramifications and the uh, butterfly effect of how something in one state affects another, even though they shouldn't be related, but they are. Um, Some states got a $50 billion net gain. When California, the Golden State, burns, more people say, you know what, I want to leave the state. And then they go to a new state, they push up property taxes, they push up economic benefits to that state, they do spending in that state, real estate values, taxes collected, jobs, all of them are positive effects for other states when the West is a fire, a blaze. Residents are coping with the worst wildfires on record at this point in time. Uh, Yesterday, the sun got blotted out, and it was like a science fiction movie. It was surreal. And I know you've seen the shots. I've had family members on the East call me and say, are you okay? Cute. Cute. (laughs) Because I don't think it's the imminent danger that I'm worried about as much as I'm like, okay, short term or okay, long term. I like statistics, and I like data, and I like graphs. They calm me down. Baseball is my favorite sport to watch on TV, even though I don't really like baseball. I just like seeing a hitter above 300 and going, there's a one in three chance he's going to get a hit. Let's see if it happens. Um, and that calms me down. It's like if I have autism, that's my that's my, my pill to kill the autism. So it's, it's the thing that relaxes me. And I don't know anything about autism. So if I just offended someone with autism, I apologize. Um, acres burned in California wildfire. In 1995, eh, we were going about 200,000 acres a, a year. 1996 was a bad year. 97 was a good year. Back down to 200,000. 98, back down to 200,000. Um, and then in, 2000, in 1999, we got over a million acres burned. And then we were back to 200,000, 300,000, 350,000, 600,000, 300,000. We never got back to that 200,000 acres burned again. So the, the, the start, we start trending higher with incredible pops higher. Five times normal last year. And by 2010, we started, we were over a million pretty much so every year. Um, some years a little bit less. 2015, we're back down to 800,000, 750,000 next year. But 2016, boom, 1.2 million acres burned. 2018, 1.8 million. 2019, eh, just a paltry 300,000. But 2020 has been bad. We're the second highest burn rate ever. And when you look at the graph and you look at the chart, you see growth. 
And that's unfortunate, um, in my opinion. <laughs> Life across the American West is pretty miserable because of it. California is a big state, economically as, as well as geograph- uh, geographically. Um, a friend of mine called from Oregon yesterday, and during a conference call, someone said something along the lines of, um, sorry, she said, oh, it's really smoky up in Oregon. And, and the person from California apologized. She goes, oh, no, no, we have our own fires up here, too. What's interesting to note about that is if these fires were happening on the East Coast, it would be a national emergency. But I used to live on the East Coast, and when there was a big earthquake, we go, those wacky Californians, why do they move? And on the East Coast, when we'd hear things like, uh, California's going to ban plastic bags, we'd be like, uh, those wacky Californians, they're going to charge 25 cents for a plastic bag. Uh, so the severity of news is diminished on the East Coast. And you, you hear about it like in the Heisman Trophy races every year in college football, where they go, East Coast media bias. I think there is an East Coast, West Coast media bias, because it's miserable here, and it's not as important for government resources as you would imagine. And yet, when they see higher uh, fruit and vegetable costs, they're going to go, oh, those Californians are gouging us. Oh, no, no, we just don't have farmland anymore. It's all on fire. So the nation's capital is media-biased because of where it is on the East Coast versus the West Coast. I get it. But the statistics don't lie. And, of course, wildfire season in 2020 we almost wish this would have happened in 2019 when we had more financial resources, but 2020, we've thrown financial resources at COVID. The coronavirus has canceled a lot of indoor activities, like in-person school. And with wildfires, not only are we not going to school, but now we're staying in the home. And most of Californians, I don't know if this is a true statistic, um, don't have air conditioning. I've never looked at the statistics, but I know a lot of Californians don't have air conditioning. So you can't open up a window because of the smoke, and it's hot, and kids can't come over to play. This is a miserable time to be alive. The deadliest and most destructive wildfires in California, probably about $400 billion, economically speaking. Um, we did spend about $50 billion in direct spending on fighting fires fire and like insurance losses, but the ramifications of a fire disaster are huge. One in four Californians live in a fire zone, which basically means your house is worth a little bit less than it should be. Um, that's a negative. And as the heat keeps coming higher, and as more acres burn every year, insurance companies, they look at the same statistics I look at. And when you see the number of acres being burned, the insurance companies are like, well, we better count up for this one because we don't want to take big losses. Joe down in accounting will get fired. But insurers leave the business, and that leaves California to be an insurance company, and California is not a good insurance company. And that means you get crappy service and higher fees. It's like if you take a job with a company and you get fired and you get Cobra. Cobra is the insurance of last resort. It's not good. It's very expensive, and it's not good. Is it better than a stick in the eye? Yes. And finally, the way wildfires affect you and your finances are local governments. Your local government who has a playground, your local government who fixes roads, who fixes sidewalks, your local government who has police officers, firefighters, they're bringing in less money. Uh, people are spending less during COVID. People are spending less during fire season. And cities have to spend more to protect us. 
which is one of the reasons Prop 13 is probably the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. My neighbor across the street is paying for you know $400 a year in property taxes while I'm paying uh, $16,000 a year in property taxes. He gets the same firefighters as I do. He gets the same school system as I do. He gets the same sidewalks as I do. Prop 13 has made California even more economically distressed. Even though old people deserve it because they, they, they paid their taxes years ago. I get it. I get it. I'm just telling you, it, it, it has created a problem. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Some stories and headlines out there that we should talk about today, other than California's on fire and the economic cost and ramifications and damages it does to people. Um, Mail order prescriptions. We've become a nation of convenience. You can now order your prescriptions and they'll come to you in the mail. That's lovely. The only problem is we have a postmaster general right now who is caught in a controversy of, is he in the president's pocket or not? Um. So a lot of Americans, they're seeing delays in their delivery times, and they're missing prescriptions. We need to get that figured out. I don't know what to say other than to say we need to get that figured out. We're a little dysfunctional as a nation when that happens. I read a great story in the New York Times that I'm going to point you to. I'm not going to get into it. It's about the incarcerated women who fight California's wildfires. It's a fascinating read. First and foremost, you get to see uh, a lot of women, which is never a bad thing in a sexist male world. But you get to see them in orange jumpers, and you're like, oh. So when we see an orange sky, they're seeing fires in their face. When we have a $230,000 a year income, they're getting $1 to $2 an hour. They're learning a great skill. I have nothing but respect for anyone who fights fires. Uh, That's an amazing career that I don't have the bravery to do it. Uh, But it's a great read. It's at the New York Times, and all you got to do is go to Google and write incarcerated women who fight California's wildfires. Uh, incarcerated women who fight California wildfires. You could probably write women who fight firefighters, uh, women, prison firefighters, New York Times. It's a good read. And I pointed out to you because I, I think we've lost the art of writing and I think we've lost the art of reading. So, well, well it's Joe Rogan's podcast. Joe Rogan told me about COVID. We are not a smart nation at this point in time, uh, but a great read. So I just closed that browser out. I can get on to other stories, maybe. Um, stocks that are making some big moves today, AstraZeneca. Remember yesterday there was a story about one person coming down with uh, side effects? So they've shut down their clinical trials, but the CEO is getting out there today saying, hey, we're going to continue those soon, and this is a normal occurrence. Um, we're going to see... If this is a normal occurrence, if this person had a symptom flare-up because they had a symptom flare-up and not tied towards the vaccine. Um, And they got an independent safety committee. And this is what America does well. We thoroughly review medicines because in the late 70s, we let a drug get approved called thalidomide, which was supposed to ease in labor contractions for women. But it turns out it caused birth defects in the babies. Um, and that was a big whoopsie moment and sad and tragic. Restoration Hardware, also known as RH, they've changed their name to RH. I can't make this stuff up. They had a good profit. They do luxury furniture. I've always found their stuff gaudy, but I've always been fascinated with them. In the world of stocks, I don't have enough money to buy a Restoration Hardware. 
but I bring it up to you because they've got margins that are improving, 20%, and I like margins. Some guys like blondes, some guys like brunettes, some women like muscles, some women like brains. Um, I like margins. I like stock buybacks. There's a lot of things that I like, right? Um, let's see other big stories. GameStop. This is a company that is in a quandary bad position. They sell video games. They, if you go out and buy Grand Theft Auto 4, you can play it and sell it back to them for pennies on the dollar. And they'll sell it to me for dollars on the penny, and they'll make a big, fat profit margin. This used to work really well until we got more digital. We don't need to go to the store as often. If a joystick breaks, our only option is no longer to go to GameStop or Best Buy. Get on Amazon and get another one sent to you with Amazon Prime. You might even get lucky and get it in one day. So they're in a bad position as the world goes more digital. As Napster happened with music, video games did the same thing. I download all my video games now. I'm not shy to say that. Comparable same-store sales are down 12.7% for GameStop. But Microsoft said a new version of the Xbox is not going to have DVDs. You will not be able to go to GameStop and buy a a product. You'll have to get it through the Microsoft Store or through the Electronic Arts Store or something along those lines and download it. That's not a good trend for GameStop. So I'm going to stay away from that one. Quest Diagnostics. This is a company I like. This is a company you should consider. It's a medical lab operator that raised their full-year revenue and profit outlook. Testing volumes are recovering faster than anticipated. Um, We're doing more and more testing. More and more bacteria infections, more and more uh, rapid testing. Doctors love it because they can do the test and not send you to the hospital. Uh, And, you know, it's a positive. It's not a negative. So as I get older, I'm checking on my kidneys on a regular basis. So my mother has diabetes, and I'm next in line for that lovely time in my life where if I don't manage my blood sugar, I'm going to get diabetes. And diabetes affects the kidneys, and I don't want that because I need my kidneys so I can urinate. Here's a weird financial tip. (laughs) I learned it from someone. I have some weird financial tips. One of them is floss your teeth. Um. Because dental work is expensive, and insurance never really covers it quite properly. And my dentist told me at one point in time, your tongue's going to get most of the stuff on, in your mouth. Your gums need a, a good brushing, and your, your teeth need some floss in between. I'm like, okay, that's good advice. But um, what was the weird tip? Oh, um, I know some people, not me, who will urinate outside so that they don't have to use a toilet and use a gallon of water. It's not me. Um who's doing it on his own private property, but he saves a gallon of water every time he urinates outside. I actually had a landlord uh, when I was renting. He would come over and check on his properties and he'd pee in the backyard. And I had to scream at him, hey, dude, you're peeing in my yard. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. It stinks right now. We're in political season. Everyone hates everyone. It feels like the West is on fire. The West has got pandemic issues. This weekend, we're going to watch the opening of the National Football League, and we're going to see some fans in the stadium. Now, it's interesting to note that Kansas City is having, they're selling seats, and they're having problems getting people to pay for them. And that tells me that if you think we're going to be in a V-shaped recovery, I don't think we are. 
I can tell you that some of the people that I know who have jobs, they're saying like, well, we're making plans to come back. We're going to open the museum up to 20% of its total capacity. We're going to stagger people coming in. You've seen that with Home Depot. At one point in time, there were big lines outside of Home Depot. There probably still are. I don't go out much. But we're staggering how many people can be put in one place together. I don't think we're going to be a V-shaped recovery. I think when you're at 20% occupancy or 25 or 30, I think that's where you are. And the big states that economically matter, California and New York, you could probably add up the rest of the states and get close to California and New York. Um, California's economy is the eighth largest economy in the world. Just California. And California is not going back to football games anytime soon. So I don't think we get a V-shaped recovery. But I know football's not the end-all, be-all. To me, the story that was Kansas City was having problems selling tickets. If you know anything about Kansas City, it's in the middle of the country. And there's not a lot going on. They take their football seriously. It is a lifestyle. You'll see like 98-year-old grandmothers like, go Chiefs, kind of thing. And I get it. I just don't think the V-shape is going to happen because of that. Am I, do I hope? Yeah. So let's talk about some other stories. Uh, American Pharaoh, uh, the owner of a, a racehorse, uh, the owner of American Pharaoh, which was a Triple Crown winning horse, has filed for bankruptcy. <laughs> oh, no. Um, how do you go from, how do you get $19 million of debt and say, I can't pay for it? That is a problem. Um... So what I try to show you is that even the mighty, even the wealthy can fall apart at times. Um, a triple crown winning horse, you'd think, man, that, that horse has got a good life. And that owner could probably you know, open up an Airbnb and bring other fillies in, or mares, I'm not even sure which one it is. Um, you would think that somehow you're not going to run out of money. But uh, bankruptcy's there for you if you need it. I'm not against people who file bankruptcy. I'm against people who file bankruptcy a second time. Um, other big stories of note, I think I've already said this, the Xbox is releasing two versions in the fall. Um, they're going to release them uh, on pre-order in uh, mid-September, like September 21st, and they'll be delivered on November 10th. I think they'll sell out. They typically sell out. Um, so I throw that out there because during COVID we have stayed in and played video games. The companies like Activision and Take Two and Electronic Arts, their stocks have done well. Um, companies who make uh, perifer peripherals for video games have done very well. Um, whoa, my ear just shook. I don't know what that's all about. Someone look up on the internet. <laughs> if someone asked Joe Rogan if shaking ears is a cause of a heart attack. So anyway, that's the Microsoft story. We got that one. Jobless claims came out today because it's Thursday. Jobless claims come out every Thursday. Another 884,000 Americans filed new unemployment claims last week. New unemployment claims are important in large part. Your boss has told you you're out of a job. You're like, well, I'm going to go file for unemployment. It kind of shows you how many people are being hired, how many people are being fired. And it all works. So ADP shows us how many people are being hired. Um, the jobless report shows us how many people are being f uh, fired. So this marks the first time since March that the jobless claims come in below 1 million. It's still a very high number at 884,000. We want that number at 300 to 350,000. Keep in mind, America's going to create jobs automatically. 
We have people that come to our country. We have babies. As we have babies, we need more doctors. We need more nurses. We need more pediatricians. We need more diaper makers. We need more delivery people for said diapers. So as our population grows, so does the job market. So 800,000 plus is tough to replace with just natural uh, job creation. Most economists agree the methodology that's being used will produce a more accurate data set on jobless claims. That's another thing that's really stressful when you're trying to figure out jobless claims. And uh, we had like six years in a row of jobless claims under 350,000, and that's a great number. But I think data can be skewed in the short term, so we continually try to find new ways to get it better and more right. Uh, Citibank, congratulations, Citibank. We need more of this. Um, They are going to hire their first female chief. Um, Why is that a story in the 21st century? I don't know. Do you? Oh, yeah, because we're biased. So we have an overabundance of Caucasian male CEOs. Would the world be, and and yet over 50% of small businesses are owned by women. But big business doesn't tend to see the leadership or hasn't tended to see the leadership. So I give a lot of credit. And the little girls out there in second grade, pay attention. She's going to make a lot of money and she's going to be a boss. And I love stories like that. Um, All markets opened higher and all markets have gone lower. Now, when I say all markets, S&P 500, the Dow, the NASDAQ, and the Russell, they're all holding on to gains, but the gains have reduced. In the last couple of weeks, we've started sector rotate from the big tech names to a more diverse group of names trying to move higher, including the financials and the energy stocks, which would be nice because, again, you want a healthy economy. You don't just want your five tech stocks to go higher. Of course, if you only own five tech stocks and five tech stocks are all you own, you want them to go higher. But for that to be a healthy move, you want other participants. Um, The example that I give is, in theory, you want everyone to have a job, so fewer people will be hating you for having a job. In theory, you want everyone to be slightly wealthy so that because you've got good wealth, they're not jealous. Um, but if you've got great wealth and they got no wealth, there's going to be problems for you. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Mortgage rates fall to a new record low, but not all Americans are being able to access the new lows. Um, a recent lending tree study... Um, said that black homeowners are more likely to receive a high-cost mortgage to buy a home than the overall population. High-cost mortgages are loans with an annual percentage rate higher than the benchmark tied towards prime. Again, this is a story, and this is it shows you that America is not always as you know open to be fair as we think we are. Um, just throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there. Again, I like moderation and moderation. All I'm going to throw out there. Um, Some other story stocks in the news. Boeing has agreed to an independent review of its compliance and ethics practices. This is a company that it would just be nice if they can get some good news. The 737 MAX has not gotten back in the air. And here we are late in 2020. And we were hoping for late in 2019. When you have an error, when you have a plane that crashes and it's a relatively new plane, and then you have another similar plane crash as well, getting the world's confidence back and getting the world's governments back is, is tough. Now, Boeing is in a, a lucky position. They don't have a lot of competition. So it's almost a take it or leave it. You're going Airbus or you're going with Boeing. So down the road, will they be nice to revisit as a stock? Maybe. Sanderson Farms, they're a big maker of chicken. They were upgraded to buy from neutral at Goldman Sachs, noting an attractive valuation amid lower consensus expectations on the poultry market. 
fascinated to you by a chicken company, is it not? <clears throat> Spotify was upgraded to outperform at Credit Suisse based on an optimistic projections of subscriber numbers, as well as optimism about major labels participating in the music streaming services. Um, Spotify is um, letting artists... Marketplace is letting artists pay Spotify to promote their new music to targeted audiences. It's not something you think about <clears throat> with Spotify and Apple Music, but Apple and Spotify can get money by Madonna saying, I got a new album coming out. I'm not relevant. I want to be placed in front of front and center of your app. And Maverick is the record label who owns Madonna will pony up money to get her better placement so that you're like, Oh, she's got a new album. She's not going to go on Letterman. She's not going to go on Leno and, and be controversial because Letterman and Leno are as old as she is and they're gone. She's not going to go on any of the Jimmy shows. Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel. Um, there has to be another Jimmy, right? <laughs> it's all Jimmy all the time. Um, she's just not relevant. So artists can pay to get placement with the big companies, Apple and Spotify. Pretty interesting. Yeah, some, some of these business practices you don't know that's going on are going on. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I once knew a millennial that when I went into her apartment, I opened her fridge and all there was was alcohol. And I'm like, where's your milk and such? And she goes, I like fresh milk. I like fresh fruit. I like fresh vegetables. Her whole concept of anything in a box is not in my house except for alcohol. I'm like, really? Kind of blew my mind. I'm like, you have no frozen pizzas I ever know. We were out at breakfast one day and she basically scolded the waiter. Like, I want orange juice, but I only want it if it's fresh squeezed. And he's like, it's fresh. And she goes, is it fresh squeezed? Did someone in the store here squeeze it today or does it come from a box that says it's fresh? And I thought it was a little bit too much, but it tells me a mindset. Um, so when I see California on fire, I'll talk to a millennial and they'll be like, yeah, it's combustion cars. I'm like, really? You're not blaming lightning or other things? It's like, no. The car oil industry has created this global warming thing. And I'm like, okay. And that makes me more excited about electric vehicles like Tesla. Because I know millennials may not have money now, but when they do, they're going to buy electric vehicles. Again, that's not the perfect example. But it's not bad either. Weekly jobless claims, misestimates as employment gains taper off. That was slightly bad economic news for the day. Um, deadly wildfires worsen across California, Oregon, and Washington. These are very costly events. I'm going to be doing a segment on Cron TV later today that you can find on my webpage, Facebook, Rob Black, Cron, Cron TV, Rob Black. Um, it's free to join. I'll post that a little bit later, probably by about 10 o'clock. The NFL is making a return, and it's going to be wild because the NFL has gone from a, a league of we don't want protest. We want our employees, our players to stand for the national anthem. Now we don't know exactly what the rules are, and we've seen the NBA embrace Black Lives Matter and player protests. What will the NFL do and let the tweet storms you know, fly, so to speak? Uh, partners in the NFL, Frito-Lay, Oakley, TurboTax, Verizon, they're all looking ahead for a season that's going to be very different than normal. 
in a year where sports and mark, uh, major live events have been canceled, delayed, or otherwise disrupted, marketers have had fewer opportunities to catch people's eyeballs. And in theory, we're all going to be watching football tonight, right? So the advertising industry saw a massive drop in television spending in the spring and summer. Back to School only brought us about 10 advertisers on ABC, NBC, CBS, and Fox. Um, now, again, some of those ad dollars are shifting to Facebook. Some of them are shifting to Twitter. Some of them are shifting to Instagram. You get the idea. But only 10, whereas last year, one year ago, we had 100. ESPN, which is owned by Disney, needs people to watch TV. Because they've been firing people for the better part of five straight years. And their staff's getting smaller and smaller because they're trying to contain costs. So their product is probably getting a little bit weaker and weaker as it's less diverse and more of what's going to get eyeballs on the screen. Um, America's looking for normalcy. And we'll pay attention tonight with the NFL kicking back off. And we'll talk about it tomorrow and see how it plays out. The Manhattan rental market is plunging. People are leaving big cities aggressively, and we're seeing it in the numbers. The inventory of empty units hit 15,000 in August. That's the largest recorded since data started being collected 14 years ago. So you got to go back into the Wayback Machine 14 years or more to see how many units that are available. Now is a good time to negotiate with your landlord if you live in a big city. Now is a good time to negotiate a new lease if you're moving to a big city um, because it's a buyer's market and not necessarily the seller or the renter in this case, uh, the, the owner. Landlords are offering ever larger incentives to try to entice renters with the largest share of landlords offering concessions. Uh, just, just huge, you know, two months, it's almost 1.9 months free to new renters. That's how they try to incentivize you. So there is some reality to COVID and how it's changing people and moving. Earlier in the week, we did a number, a story on the number of homes for sale and where there's hot markets now and where there's weak markets. There's a lot of sellers in San Francisco. There's a lot of buyers in the suburbs of San Francisco. People want more space if we're going to work at home. Uh, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. Peloton's in the news today in large part due to earnings. Um, it's still the kind of end of earnings season, and we've seen a lot of news out of Peloton. Uh, two analysts, Cohen and Goldman Sachs, raised their price targets on the exercise equipment maker because they like what they said before earnings come out. They said strong demand during the pandemic and Tuesday's announcement of um, new products and price cuts should get more people involved. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Navistar, they're a truck maker. They reported a quarterly loss of $0.37 cents a share. Revenue came in below expectations. Navistar said its results reflect the impact of stay-at-home orders during the quarter. A loser, if you will, of the pandemic, because we tend to talk about the winners. Lyft, the competitor of Uber, said they saw a 7.3% rise in riders during August compared to a month earlier. That's down 53% from a year earlier. So a 7.3% rise, you're like, yay, but down 53% from the year earlier, you're like, ooh.